0: Hey everyone, how are you all doing today? So I'm back today with another story about Count Dooku. But this time, we're looking outside the Dooku Jedi Lost Book. And this is a long one, so get ready. We're delving into the story of the last Sith apprentice Dooku had before he died. An apprentice he was going to use to overtake Darth Sidious. But first, let's take a look at who has been Count Dooku's <laughs> apprentice to fully appreciate this one. His first apprentices during his time with the Jedi Order, of course, was Rael Avaros and then Qui-Gon Jinn. Both became powerful Jedi in their own rights rail as a fighter and renegade. Qui-Gon as someone who always tried to follow the will of the Force, regardless of the Jedi code. After Dooku fell to the Dark Side, Dooku actually tried to recruit Rail to come join him on Sereno, so he could teach him a greater power of the Force than anything he had ever known. We only assume that Dooku wanted Rail to be- also become a Sith since Rail was thinking about leaving the Jedi at the time, and because Dooku really cared for him. But, since Rail turns him down, we may never know for sure what Dooku intended. Once the Clone Wars began, Dooku trained General Grievous in sabre combat, and then later had three Sith apprentices. The first two were Asajj Ventress and Savage Oppress, both from Dathomir. Asajj was extremely powerful in the force, however Dooku would later say of her, Ventress was a fair apprentice. However, as she became more powerful, her lust for bloodshed could not be sated. She grew even more violent and unpredictable. She became so unpredictable, in fact, that Sidious became wary of her power, and ordered Dooku to kill her in a test of loyalty. She survived Dooku's assassination attempt, and and then recruited Savage Opress to help her kill Dooku in a plot for revenge. Opress went undercover with Dooku and became his apprentice, but his anger and impulsiveness soon became too great for either Dooku or Ventress to control, and he escaped to find his brother, Darth Maul. But that's a whole other story for another time. In short, neither apprentice lasted super long. The third and final Sith apprentice to Count Dooku, the one I really want to talk about today, was none other than the powerful Jedi Master, Quinlan Voss. We see him a little bit in the Clone Wars, but his story is told in great depth in the canon book Dark Disciple. Now, in the book, the Clone Wars have been raging for over two years, with no end in sight, and the Jedi see no other way to end the war except by killing Count Dooku. So, they turn to Quinlan Vos, a powerful Jedi who they send undercover with Asajj Ventress, to kill the Count. They chose Ventress as his partner since no one knows more about Dooku, and because she wants to kill him just as much as the Jedi do. When Quinlan goes to her, he at first doesn't tell her that he's Jedi, to not scare her away. Instead, he pretends to be a bounty hunter, and the two team up as business partners. But as Obi-Wan Kenobi warns him, Ventress is more than a dangerous assassin, but basically just a big flirt. Slowly but surely, work slowly turns into love when they fall for each other. Quinlan is now at a crossroads. Jedi aren't supposed to fall in love, but now he wants to. He wants to leave the Jedi Order for her, but not before he accomplished his mission and kills Dooku once and for all. He finally tells her who he really is and what he's been sent to do, to get her to help him to kill her former master. She agrees to the task, but insists that he train in the Dark Side in order to defeat the Count. He initially refuses, since the Light Side can defeat the Dark, but she won't budge on the matter, so, you know, he agrees. Anything for her, after all. She takes him to Dathomir her home planet that is steeped in the dark side. She shows him the massacre of her sisters at the hands of Grievous and Dooku in an effort to help make feel anger against him. but. He's a Jedi, who has been trained his entire life to ignore such emotions. Nothing really works until she tells him that Dooku murdered his master. As he taps into that pain, he discovers an anger towards Dooku like never before. Slowly through her training, this powerful Jedi master learns to tap into the dark side until his power is beyond crazy, way more than she could imagine. Finally, the time has come for their assassination plot to take flight and for them to end the war. They travel to Raxus, where Dooku and Grievous are attending a gala for Separatist the higher up. Voss takes out Grievous pretty easily too I might add and then the two attack Dooku. They get into a major lightsaber fight where Voss and Ventress try to use the dark side against Dooku but despite their power they're really no match for him and on a side note I love how stories like this show how powerful Dooku really was. In the movies we see so little of his powers but he was really an incredibly strong force user and very much more powerful of a Sith than Maul ever was. So back to the fight. Dooku knocks out Ventress by hurling her against a wall and Voss screams after. Dooku senses his feelings for her and calls Voss out on it. So she has given you a taste of the dark side, and perhaps other things as well, I gather. Tell me, Voss, how many Jedi vows have you broken to destroy me? Voss attacks even harder, but this just intrigues Dooku even more. He tells Voss that he would be a far better teacher in the Dark Side than Ventress. Voss, of course, gives the whole I'll never join you speech, which we've heard in Star Wars a million times. By that point, Dooku has taken his lightsaber and has his crimson blade to Voss's neck. Voss tries to get Dooku to kill him, but Dooku instead knocks him unconscious with Force Lightning. The last thing Voss sees before slipping away is the sight of Ventress fleeing Dooku's battle droids, thus, leaving him as Dooku's prisoner. Over the next few weeks, Dooku tortures Voss mercilessly. Countless bolts of force lightning, droid torture, electric restraining cuffs, starvation, all to weaken Voss's resolve to bring him closer to the dark side so that Dooku may have him as a new apprentice. Meanwhile, Ventress hires Boba Fett and his team to help her rescue Voss from Dooku's castle on Serenno. Quinlan does know how to resist Dooku's seductions, until Dooku reveals that it was really Ventress who killed his master. This awakens a dark side in Voss that was previously dormant. By the time Ventress gets there to rescue him, he attacks her for killing his master, and she's forced to flee with barely her life intact. Quinlan is officially an apprentice to the Sith Lord. Over the next few months, Voss operates alongside Dooku under the public guise of Admiral Enigma and leads the Separatists to many victories against the Republic and the Jedi, since Voss knows so many of their secrets. All the Jedi want to kill him except for Obi-Wan, who feels responsible for Quinlan's turn to the dark side, since it was Obi-Wan who suggested Quinlan be chosen for the mission, to kill Dooku in the first place. Ventress, meanwhile, is heartbroken. She truly loves Quinlan and wants to disappear with him forever, away from the Sith and the Clone Wars. Finally, Obi-Wan and Ventress lead a separate mission to capture Voss and bring him back to the Jedi for trial. But to their surprise, they find him as Dooku's prisoner and take him back to Coruscant, where he claims that Dooku forced him to commit his crimes. Something is off, and Ventress doesn't believe him and tries to convince the Jedi that he's lying, but they don't listen. Voss is back and is the model Jedi. He and Ventress get back together in secret, but Ventress was right. Voss is a double agent working for Count Dooku against the Jedi and sabotaging their missions against the Separatists. Now, here is where things get really interesting. Yoda discovers the deception by basically looking into Voss's soul with the Force, and Voss realizes the Jedi are onto him and escapes from the Jedi with Dooku and Ventress, who still can't understand Voss's plan since he won't tell her. Meanwhile, the Jedi are doing everything they can to capture Voss and Dooku while Ventress is being torn apart. She can't understand. What Voss is doing. Why isn't he killing Dooku as he had promised? She wants to see the good in him, but is love blinding her? Apparently so, because Dooku tells her, and this is from the book Voss is a dark lord, as I am. He has sworn allegiance to the dark side. He and I will take down Lord Sidious once and for all, and rule a galaxy together. Hopefully, you'll have been disposed of by then." Ventress narrowed her eyes. I've heard that line before. Didn't we once have similar plans? Through gritted teeth, Dooku said, No, no, you must have been mistaken. You were never cut out for anything more than grunt work. Voss is different. He was born for the darkness. You, he smiled cruelly, you just flirt with it. Ventress felt doubt creeping into her heart. And stole another look at the door. Voss had said he needed Dooku alive, but he had bigger plans. Was this really what he meant? Dooku pressed his advantage. If Voss was going to kill me, why does he protect me? Why wait so long? He's had so many chances. Ventress narrowed her eyes. This was what Dooku did. It was how he controlled people. He planted doubts in soil he found fertile, and the darkness took root from those doubts. Snarling, she said. You have no idea what he's planning. Again, Dooku managed. Apparently, neither do you. The truth of that bit deep. As the Jedi get closer, Ventress can't take it anymore. She confronts Quinlan and demands the truth from the man that she loves so much, and this is the best part of the story. It's sorta long, but it's great since it reveals more about Ventress than any other thing in Star Wars. Here it is from the book. Ventress says, Is it true that you've joined Dooku? That you've sworn your allegiance to the dark side? After all we've done? After all we've been through together? All I thought we meant? You're going to tell me the truth. You owe Me that much. Voss looked away. Cold fear clenched at Ventress's heart. Finally, he spoke. I did it for us. For a moment, she couldn't speak. For us? She finally managed. He nodded. She shook her head, stunned. Voss, you know what he is. He will destroy you the first chance he gets. I can handle him. I know what I'm doing, Asaj. I said we're doing it for us, and I mean that. He took her hand in this. You've told me your existence has been nothing but pain and loss. Never feeling secure. Never having a home. You deserve so much, and I can get it for us. The life we'll be able to have together once. What kind of life will that be, Quinlan? Her voice broke. The kind where we're slaves to our hatred, our rage. That's what the dark side made me. That's what it does. Nothing is ever enough. You get more and more, but you're never happy. It's a trap baited with all the things you want most. That life, it's not worth living. She squeezed his hand, imploring. I already left that behind. You can too. You have a choice. All at once, warmth flooded through her. It was as if she were being bathed with soft light. It washed away the pain and the fear and the anger, leaving only perfect clarity in its wake. Ventress realized that it was the Force, but it had never felt like this and it was giving her a gift. Time slowed to a crawl as a sudden, calm sense of knowing permeated her. She saw, all at once, every possible outcome of the turn of this fraction of a second. Every convolution, every manifestation, every repercussion that would echo far into the future. Death and life, and new chances lay down one path. The restoration of balance fear, and disaster. An existence that could never be called living, but merely crawling about in a shell of flesh that had no spark of joy. That, too, could be the future. Burning vengeance that only increased the hunger for more. She had just told Voss that he had a choice about what path he wished to walk, and the force was revealing to her the outcome of her own choices. Now, this moment, this instant, this breath, Ventress chose. I love this part because Ventress has never been more torn. She loves Voss, but also hates the dark side and Dooku. How can she love a man who is so aligned with both? It gives a new light into Ventress's character and really paints her as the tragedy that her story really is. Now let's jump back into the book and find out how it ends. Suddenly, Ventress's body went taut. No, she yelled. Violently, she shoved Voss away, putting the force into the movement so powerfully that he was hurled across the room. As he struck the wall, he heard a terrifyingly familiar sound. The sizzle and crackle of forced lightning Duku stood, his teeth bared in a savage snarl of victory. Ventress was caught in the most violent bolts of force lightning Voss had ever seen. They danced and crackled about her hungrily, almost like living creatures. Her body spasmed and her face contorted into a mask of absolute agony. Blood trickled from her ears, eyes, and nose. Assage! Boss cried, leaping between Ventress and Dooku. He activated his lightsaber, deflecting the force lightning back onto Dooku. The Count's eyes widened in comprehension a split second before his own weapon turned on him disloyal, as things of the dark side always were. Duku was flung back and lay on the ground, screaming and trembling, then lying still as the bolts faded. Ventress lay unmoving on the floor, her clothes and her body itself emitted wisps of smoke. No, Voss moaned. She was breathing, but her pulse was declining, and she was still—so terribly still. Assage, No! No! Fury, as intense and primal as the bolts that had nearly killed her, shuddered through him, and the world went red. Voss threw back his head and voiced his rage, whirling on the count as he lay, shivering and grasping for breath on the stone floor. Three strides brought Voss to Count Duku. He pressed the humming blade close to Duku's neck. "Do it," rasped Duku. Impossibly, he was smiling. The lightning wasn't for her, it was for you. She just got in the way. Go on, take your revenge. Voss's heart shook his body with its pounding, its aching, its demands. His gaze flickered to Ventress, lying so terrifyingly motionless, his vision blurred. It took him a moment to realize that tears were falling down his face in a river of pain. The dark, rage-filled tide inside him receded, leaving in his heart only the truth of the tears. Rage-filled, the Count still smiled, still anticipated the final step that would turn Voss irrevocably to the dark side. I am not your kind, Voss said, his voice thick. I do not feed off vengeance. Truth was quiet. It did not need to shout or to demand, it simply existed. I am a Jedi, Voss deactivated his lightsaber. Ventress was still alive, and hope, cruel and beautiful and agonizing, flared in his chest as he rushed for her. Unfortunately for Ventress, the shock of the lightning was too much, but she performed a miracle with Voss and awakened with him the light, just as Luke Skywalker would do with Vader so many years later. They profess their love for each other and she dies in his arms, finally achieving the peace that she sought for so many years. Afterwards, Voss is watched over by the Jedi extremely closely until they determine that he is no longer a danger of the dark side. So by the time we get to episode three, he is serving as a general again, Dooku, of course, moves on and is killed by Anakin in Episode 3. But for Quinlan, we don't know if he died in Order 66 yet. But I imagine that he'll be a Jedi that they'll bring back sooner or later, since they say he may have survived in the Vader comic. So, what do you guys think of this story? Do you want to see some more of this story in the new season of The Clone Wars? Please hit a like on this big, long canon video. Hope you enjoyed it, and I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always. of oh.